Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Nayach. This week's learning should be as Chosfer for Shlem for Chanamash Bas Vilchesh, Moshe Yazalam, Bechavachavim, Nachamordechai Ben Ophira, Michachayim Ben Sara, and Lilinishmas, Henya Bas Yechiel Mechel, and Ratzabas Menachem Mendel. Parshas Nayach, there's a lot to talk about, and obviously everybody's conscious of the uh, of the Matzav in Eretz Yisrael, and it's above my pay grade to uh, really address this, but one of the themes that has been coming through that uh, what we can do in this matziv to help our brothers and sisters who are on the front lines and our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael and all of the Jewish people around the world who are in uh, matziv of Sakana is to work on our Ben, ben Adam Lechavere. Uh, to work on our Ben-Omel to work on our interpersonal relationships, to to uh, treat each other with more respect, to be more to be more tolerant of each other, and to to love to, to work on our Havas Yisrael, to love other Jews, to love Jews uh, in, in in a special way. So in this week's parsha, I'm going to share two ideas. I'm sorry we missed a few weeks. Uh, it's been travel and some other things. Uh, my grandmother was Nifteris, so we've it's been hard to uh, keep up. But we'll Hashem, be back to every week now. So parsha's Nayach, the beginning of parsha's Nayach. Hashem says why He's destroying the world. Pasuk Yud Beis, right at the beginning of the parsha, says Vayar Kim Hashem saw the 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 earth, Vehine Nishchasa, and it was corrupted. Behold, it was corrupted. Kihishchis Kalbasa as Darkel Aretz, for all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth. And in the next Pasuk, when it, the Pasuk defines what, is the, what does it mean that the, that the earth was, uh, was destroyed, that all, the worst was, earth was corrupted, it says, The end of all flesh has come before me. The earth was filled with robbery. Therefore I'm going to destroy the earth. And Rashi says, their, their decree, The decree against them wasn't sealed. Because of Gezel, right? And Rashi earlier tells us there were other things, there were all kinds of terrible errors that were going on. And yet Rashi tells us that the reason why the world was going to be destroyed was because of Hamas, because of Gezel. So the the Ksav Seifer points out something very interesting on this Pasuk. He says, it seems curious that with all the uh, terrible averas that were going on, there was all kinds of arias going on, there was terrible things going on. Why specifically because of the gezel? Because of the interpersonal relationships, because they were stealing from each other. Why was that what brought, around, brought, brought about the destruction of the, of the world? So he quotes that the Rambam in Shemayna Prakim in Perak Vav discusses, there was a famous debate amongst the philosophers, uh, the Jewish philosophers. What, what should a person's... Uh, approach to Averis B. Right? If I see a piece of non-kosher food, do, am I supposed to say, oh, it's disgusting, I don't want to eat that, 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 that disgusts me? Or am I supposed to say, I really want to eat it, it smells delicious, but Hashem says I shouldn't eat it, and therefore I'm not going to eat it. And the Rambam says, the Rambam decides this debate in, his, in the Rambam's opinion, that it is better that, that, uh, that a person should say that I want this desire, I want this taiva, and it's better, it's better if I, uh, I want it, but Hashem told me not to, not, to, not to eat this thing. But the Rambam qualifies this. He doesn't say that across the board. He says that really both sides are right. And I, the Rambam's words too long for here, but the Rambam basically says that when it comes to certain things that humanity understands are ro- is wrong, that humanity understands, like stealing and killing, the, the, those types of things, interpersonal things, basically the Ben Adam Lechavero type of things, which if we didn't have the Torah, we would also know that these things are wrong, right? Murder and stealing and, and all kinds of other things that we do to other people. There the Rambam says that my reaction should be, I'm not interested, I don't want this. This thing is disgusting to me, I'm not interested. When it comes to things that th- there's nothing 
specific, inherently wrong, other than the Torah told me that, that it's wrong. There I should say I would eat this food, right? When it comes to a piece of treif food, if we didn't have the Torah telling us that treif is not something I should eat, then we'd have no reason to, to not eat it. We would, we, would, we would enjoy it. But the Torah, so I should say I would like to eat this, but I'm not going to eat it because Hashem told me not to. That's the Rambam's distinction. And many have made the point that really what the Rambam's saying, even though the Rambam uses different language, is that when it comes to those mitzvahs that are between ben Adam Lamakim, between us and Hashem, so this is the attitude we're supposed to take. I would like to do this Avera, but because you Hashem don't want me to, I'm not going to. But when it comes to ben Adam Lachavero, it would be very destructive to our insides to say, I really want to steal from my friend. I really want to hurt my friend. I really want to hit him. I really want to do something mischievous to him. But I'm not going to because Hashem doesn't want me to. There it would be very dangerous for us because that's not the way that human nature is. Our nature is supposed to tell us that those things are no good. So in those cases, we're supposed to say, I don't want those anyway. And the Ksav Seifer points out what the Rambam is telling us is that when it comes to things between other people, my nature is supposed to not, uh, if I wanted those things, that would be an evil nature. That would be a destructive nature. And therefore, I'm not supposed to want it. I'm not supposed to want to steal. I'm not supposed to want to hurt somebody else. I'm not supposed to want to talk Lashnahar about somebody else. Therefore, says the Ksav Seifer, when a person does an Avera, let's say a person did an Avera, he ate something that he shouldn't have eaten. He did something between him and Hashem, Ben Adam Lamakam. He did an Avera, though it's Ben Adam Lamakam. Therefore, he, when he does Tshuva, his, the way he sort of apologizes, the way he approaches it is that, I, I, I'm very sorry, Hashem, I shouldn't have done this, but my Yetzirah overtook me. My, my, my nature likes this food. Why shouldn't it like this food? There's nothing wrong with my nature liking this food. And therefore, I, I, I gave in. I shouldn't have given in. I should have remembered that you don't want me to do this, but I gave in, and I'm sorry. That's how that's once one what that's how one's tshuva between for an avera that if somebody did ben adam lachaveray I'm sorry between him and Hashem that it doesn't affect other people. That's how his tshuva sounds. However, that wouldn't work ben adam lachaveray. My nature wants me to steal. My nature wants me to kill. That's not that's not okay. A person has to take a deeper look at why did I steal from my friend? Why that's not supposed to be in my nature. My nature should shun stealing. I should realize how terrible it is. Right? We see we see that okay, not not the whole world, but the world sees when innocent victims are killed that it's not right. Whether they whether they believe in Torah or not, they know that that's not right. It's not you're not supposed to kill innocent people. So I can't say to Hashem, oh, I I I my nature wants me to do this and therefore I and therefore I apologize for it there has to be something deeper going on it's not supposed to be my nature what happened in the times of Noah before the Mabel is that called Basar is Aretz. the all of all of creation all of all flesh corrupted its way upon the earth this is what they wanted their nature was corrupted the the other affairs that they did that rashi describes arias and things like that we understand there's a there's a teva there's a there's a teva there's a nature that you know, the human body f- chases physical pleasures we have to work on it but we but it's understandable we understand where that comes from but here there was something much deeper much much something that goes more to the root of who they were by nature why is it that you want to steal from people why is it that you want to hurt other people and that's why Hashem says, all flesh was corrupted before me. This is already, this is too much. When you're dealing with regular taivas, regular things, you want to eat something you shouldn't eat, you want to you want to have a relationship you shouldn't have. Hashem says, I understand that, that's that's human nature. And and okay, you have to work on yourselves, but we have something to we have something to work with. But when your whole nature tells you you want to steal, you want to hurt people, then 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 there's something wrong with the nature. There's something much deeper going on here. 
Hashem didn't create us with the, na- with, the, with the nature to want to hurt people and destroy people and kill people and steal from people. The human nature should, sh- should shy away from those things. And that's why Rashi tells us that the Gzar Din was because of, of Gzela, because of robbery. It's true that all the Arias and all the inappropriate relationships they had may have been worse sins, but that's not a corruption of human nature. Once Hashem saw how prevalent robbery was and how much they enjoyed it and how much it was part of their nature, Hashem says, I need to start over. This is, no, this is not right. This is not the way it's supposed to be. And that's what, how the Ksav Sofer explains that that's why this is what, as Rashi explained to us, this is what, what, what shows Hashem, I need to recreate the world. There's no, there's no way to, to fix this. You, you, you give in to certain taivas, they're, they're between you and me, says Hashem, our relationship, that I understand, and you could do tshuva for that, and you'll work on it, but that's within human nature. It's not a corruption of human nature. But this, that you're looking to hurt each other all the time, and that's what you want, that's, that's, that's not human nature. Something's wrong, there's a cross in the wires in human nature, I need to destroy this and start over again. Later in the parsha by Shishi, it says that uh, when they came out of the teva, so Noyach, uh, he, he planted a vineyard and he drank and he got drunk and he went into the oil and Chum went in. Vayar Chum, this is Perak Tes, Pasuk Chav Beis. Vayar Chum Avi Knan, Es Ervas Aviv. He saw the nakedness of his father. Vayagid Lishnei Achav Echav Bechutz. And he told it to his two brothers outside. Uh, Chum walks into the tent. Noyach was there, in a, not, not covered properly. And Chum sees this and he goes out and tells Shem Biafas. And it says in the next Pasuk, Vayikach Shem Biafas is a simla. Shem and Yafas took a, a clo, clo, some clothing. They put it on their shoulders. They walked in backwards. And they, and they covered their father's nakedness. With their faces turned away. They did not see their father's nakedness. Right. So we, we understand this Pasuk. Simple Pshat is that they were very careful about their father's honor. Now the Pasuk says the word Acheranis twice. They Vayelchu Acheranis, they walked in backwards, and then Opreim Acheranis, their faces were turned away. Rashi points out that when they got closer, the, the nat- nature would have been to see what they're covering. They made sure to keep their faces separate. But the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe offers an idea that I think is also so important uh, we, along the same message as we just said from the Ksav Soifer, which is that... Um, there's a famous idea from the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov says that when you see a flaw in somebody else, it's a reflection of your own flaws. If you didn't have that flaw at all, if you didn't have the fl- uh, a certain flaw, you wouldn't see it, you wouldn't notice it in other people. And it's, it's Shemayim's way of telling you that you, if you see so- a flaw in somebody else, you see that a person is weak in Lashon Hari, you see that a person's not so careful about Shabbos, Shemayim, they're telling you that you have something to work on in this. And there's some famous stories about how this was applied with the Baal Shem Tov. But some, so, so the Lubavitcher points out that some people's reaction to this Baal Shem Tov's uh, mimer, this, this statement of the Baal Shem Tov, is that maybe the reason I saw my friend's weakness, we know that I, I'm supposed to help my friend to work on his weaknesses, so maybe the reason I saw that my friend is not so careful Lashon Hara, it, it's so that I can help him work on Lashon Hara, so that I could teach him about Lashon Hara. So the Lubavitcher Rebbe explains it depends how you see it. If you see your friend's flaw, if you see your friend's flaw and you think of it as negative, so then this it, it, it's reflecting something that's within you. If you're if the whole point of using that flaw is so that you can help him, all you would see is your your is is what you should do. You wouldn't think, oh, he's so terrible, he speaks so much Lashon Hara, and therefore I should help him. All you would see is, oh, maybe I should learn with this guy Hilchas Lashon Hara. You wouldn't see it as a negative thing. You would just realize that okay, there's something I I have to work on with this guy. But when you have a reaction that there's something negative in somebody else when you see the negativity so that means that there's a flaw in you 
If you're seeing something negative more than just my responsibility to help him, that means that negativity exists in you also. Now, it may not come out in the exact same way as it comes out in, in him. You may have, it may be, you may see a person be Mechal Shabbos openly. You're not Mechal Shabbos openly, but maybe you're not so careful with Shabbos, or maybe you're not so careful with Talmud Chacham, as there are stories uh, that they're compared to Shabbos. Fine, but that's not, that's not for now. So explains the Bavit Rebbe, this story of Shem and Yafes coming in and prote- protecting their father's honor is, is, is teaching us this idea, that when Noach was drunk and he was lying in the tent and he, was, well, he wasn't covered possibly, they went backwards not to see and they covered him, right? The Rebbe asks, why does that tell me this Ikhran is, we understood Rashi's shot, but why does that have to say that they were backwards twice? It's to tell us, one is that they didn't physically look at him, and number two, they didn't see anything. They didn't see the nakedness, meaning the negativity of their father. They didn't judge, they didn't see anything negative in what their father did. Maybe he did something wrong. That's his cheshben with Hashem. We're not looking at this as negative. We're just looking at what we can do to help here. He's, he's lying there uncovered. We're going to go in and cover him. But we're not going to see negativity in him. They looked at the situation. They saw that there was something that had to be corrected. They needed to bring clothing and uncover their father. But they didn't see they didn't see any any anything negative. They didn't they didn't look at the negative the negative. They saw how they could help, right? And that's why the pasuk ends off. Uh, they didn't see the erba the aviam, right? Which is really a third uh, repetition in the pasuk. You told me that they were acharanas already twice. Why do you have to tell me they didn't see? The point is that Shem and Yefes saw a situation that needed to be addressed, but they didn't judge the person that they were helping at all. They helped Nayak, they helped their father, but they didn't judge him at all. So I think these two ideas. Uh, Lenny, my, in my small, from my small perspective, are a reminder from this week's parish of how we have to work on our Ben Adam Lachaveray. Right? We have to work on our Ben Adam Lachaveray. The first is the very important shot of the uh, of explanation of the Ksav Seifer is that when it comes to Ben Adam Lamakim, things that are usser but they don't have to affect other people, it's okay for me to want those things and say, but Hashem tells me not to not to do them, so I'm going to stay away from them. But when it comes to things that might hurt another person, it has to shake me to the core of my being. I don't want this. It has to disgust me. It has to. It has to. I have to find it to be horrifying in my mind. I, I could possibly hurt another Jew. I could possibly hurt another person. It should be horrific to me. I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom that kind of thing. As we see, that that's why Hashem destroyed the world, because they didn't have that attitude. Our attitude has to be, how could I even think about it? I have no desire to hurt another person. And second is that when we do see something negative in a person, we have to train ourselves to only see the way in which we can help that person. We can we can do something good for that person. But never to judge that person or to think negative of that person. We have to only think positive about other people. If there's something that needs that needs correction, shame and yefes didn't ignore the situation and say everything's okay. They went in and helped to fix the situation, but they didn't judge their father. They didn't look at him in a negative way. They didn't. They didn't look down on him. They didn't see a, neg- a negativity in him. Somehow there's a situation here. I don't know why this person speaks lashon hara. Maybe he grew up in a house where lashon hara was ten times as bad, and he's trying as hard as he possibly can. I'm not going to see this as negative. If I can help, if there's something I can do to help the person, I'm going to do what I can to help him. But I'm not going to see this as a negative. I'm going to only. I'm going to only look for the points of good as we. As we've talked about from Rabbi Nachman, that we only look for the points of good in somebody. There's something that that I can help with. It. There's a way that I can help a person be better. Of course, I I'm going to help, but I'm not going to see negativity in a person, right? We, we, uh, 
They did not see the erva of their father. We can't see the erva in other people. We have to look at people in such a positive light, light, and look at people and look at how wonderful they are. We don't know what another person went through, and maybe had we gone through what they went through, we would be ten times worse than them. So you see something negative in a person, don't look at it as negative. Look at it as an opportunity. Maybe you can you can do something to help that person, but never to judge that person and think something negative about another person, and to remind ourselves that when it comes to our relationship with our friends and our families and the people around us and the people in our shuls, we're supposed to, as the Ksav Soifer taught us based on the Rambam, we're supposed to only look, we're supposed to only, we're supposed to, we're supposed to, our, our nature is to be to want to help and to do good and not to Chas Hashem ever want to hurt another person. Well, of the Ben Adon Lachavere that we're all, I'm sure, working on and all the things that we're trying to do and everybody in their own way for the soldiers and the people in Eretz Yisrael and other Jews uh, around the world, we should, we should be zeichet to see the, uh, an end to the Tsarist now in, in Eretz Yisrael in a very strong way, in a positive way, in a way that brings the Gula, Amitis Bimherbi, Amenu, Amen. Have a great Shabbos.